I'm placing the pews in a church corridor And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear in exchanging of words What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter What a shame What a shame What is happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Nasty Fuck change the name oh which okay guys listen welcome to another episode of nasty monks and it's also going to be the last episode of nasty monks with me ink pinoy and I, I guess just a bit fucking shit introduce yourself hello guys it's just a variation here so yes we are going to be changing the name so well why what are we changing the name to well, we changed the name to Tattoos and Suits. Now, I'm not the guy with the tattoos, just letting you know. He has, like, one, but it's fine. I have one. It's a Bible verse. It's cute. <laughs> I like it. I think it... I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know. But um, we're changing it to Tattoos and Suits because a lot of you guys who do tune into my podcast, a lot of you who do listen, who do email me, who do contact me for advice and stuff like that, whatever... Um, you guys really enjoy the whole business, entrepreneurship, learning and whatnot. And as much as I know I own a business, I run a business, I make okay money. I ain't going to say how much I make. But, you know, me knowing that I do that, um, I hit a lot of roadblocks. I've hit a lot of mistakes. I've, God, I can't even begin to express how much shit I encountered. And Jay over here is more of the fucking goddamn teacher. What do I teach? I don't know. <laughs> no, you know, I just I teach more along the lines of business and finance, but I won't go into the finance part. However, that's ironic because we're going to be talking about, you know, the financial part of things right now. Well, not just that, also entrepreneurship, how to... The difference between entrepreneurs and jobless people. So financial slaves and financial freedom? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's the topic of the day. But a lot of people don't understand the differences between someone who goes, Oh, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur or I'm jobless. So a lot of people out there who will say, who'll say that they're an entrepreneur actually don't have a job. And that actually baffles me. And it baffles the shit out of me because they'll sit there and they'll talk about oh yeah well I'm an entrepreneur but then they're sitting down watching Jersey Shore and actually right no oh. I thought about it <laughs> but anyways listening guys today we're gonna talk about financial slavery and financial freedom the differences between the two and I guess uh, well I guess I'm gonna let you start it off sure well Normally, I'm on a panel where people ask questions, but this is a podcast. So, anyway, so let's say financial slavery is where you are bound to your finances, where people are asking you, you know, what are you doing? How come you're not doing your job? Keyword job. I'm not saying jobs are bad, but I'm just saying you're never going to achieve financial freedom with just a job. Because what you're going to be doing is working hourly. Or even worse, if your salary, then they make you put in way more hours just to make the same amount of money. But real quick, though, question of what yeah. if I make a hundred thousand dollars a year? How much time did it make you to take you to make that? It took me a while. Okay, no, but I'm saying, how much time in the day do you spend to make a hundred grand a year? 
Probably about eight to ten hours a day. Hey, that's great. Eight to ten hours a day. Why can't you make it in two to four hours a day? I don't know because jobs are perfect. That's those are some of the common things I hear when people talk about when whenever I start to talk about financial freedom and being a financial slave. A lot of people are like, "Oh, well, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year," but in today's day and age, a hundred grand a year is actually low middle class if I, if I stand corrected sure I mean that's that's all based on on opinion and then you know social uh, social norms social you know values but when it comes down to it you know how wealthy people they they measure their wealth is based on time so do you have as much time as you do money you know you could have all the money in the world and have no time or you could have all the time in the world and have no money but how do you achieve both well that's what we get to talk about but I think a lot of people get it confused because if you really think about real estate, the average American makes about what twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars a year. Nationwide, it's about forty. Forty. So 50. about forty grand a year is what the average is making. Okay, the average low class or low income worker is making about fifteen to twenty grand a year. But then people get that pay raise. You know, maybe they work in logistics, they work in warehouses and whatnot. Oh, well, I make a hundred thousand. But I was making a hundred thousand dollars at one point, and I was still living. I wasn't living check to check per se. Direct deposit to direct deposit. <laughs> but I was. I had enough money to have fun with my daughters, Disneyland, whatnot. But I still was broke. I was still broke, right? I probably had like a couple hundred dollars left after each check to to play around with, to fiddle with, after groceries, insurance, my life insurance policy, stuff like that. I had a lot of stuff I had to pay for. Um, and I was still kind of, okay, hey, I got like three, 400 bucks after this check. Hey, what do you want to do, right? And now that means you've actually achieved, um, I wouldn't say per se we, we achieved actual financial freedom, but we're not financial slaves. No. Um, and wait for a second, you just got a 750. Yes. I just yes, got me beautiful. a new X5. It's beautiful. Um, Guys, I, I I got him on the BMW train. He kept talking about fucking Mercedes. <laughs> I was like, look, just try out the 750 Li. He kept talking about the S550. How, what do you think about your 750 now? Oh, I love it. That's my baby. I, I swear, when I when I went home and then I had to take something out, like the trash or something, I was looking at my car, and I probably took like six looks at it, looking like a creeper. Well, I've never really been a big SUV <laughs> guy. It's funny, because I've always been a car guy. Sorry, we, we, we detoured a little bit. But I want to let you guys... The reason why I'm talking about this, you guys, is because I got my X5. Now, I also, myself included, had, I had a 750. I recently just sold my 750. But it's funny because a lot of people are like, man, you, you went from one BMW to another BMW. How'd you do it so quickly? And hard work, man. Um, I don't believe in luck. I believe in hard work. My luck is my hard work. So the amount of work I put into my daily routine, whether it be me waking up and how, you know, just sticking to my schedule, all works out to me actually working harder when I actually, you know, go to work and do my business and whatnot. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that routines is very, very vital to not just your daily life working corporate America. But also in your daily life, building a business. And, again, the reason why we're talking about financial slavery and financial freedom 
It's because there's a huge fucking difference out there, you guys. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge, huge difference out it's there. Huge. <laughs> like, um, I was able, I was fortunate enough to be able to buy my wife's family all Apple Watches. I got her mother a, a new iPad. Um, and then have my, I mean, shit. J Jay, you were sitting with me. And my wife was like, calls me on the phone and goes, we need to get a new car. And I was like, all right, pick me up. Jay went back to work, you know, and me and my wife were out. I mean, of course, Jay came by and dropped me off at the shop, at the dealership, and I was able to pick up a Dax 5. And it was so funny because he pointed out, he even said, I think she's going to like this one. And I was like, ah, it's out of our price range. <laughs> and then the wife saw it. And she was like, no, it's perfectly in my price range. No. It's funny. She wanted a Mercedes too, didn't she? Yeah, she did want a Mercedes, <laughs> but I did not want a Mercedes. But we're gonna get, nothing against Mercedes, by the way. We're gonna get back into the talk of financial freedom, financial slavery. I just want to let you guys know this is some of the perks of having financial freedom. It's being able just to go, hey, I kind of want a new car, and go for it. Or I want to be able to buy my family, you know, Apple watches. I mean, it's such. I mean, Apple watch is such a small thing, right, to buy. It's only a few hundred bucks. It's a great utility, by the way. It is. Um, but just being able to go out and, and, and do that for my family, that's... Well, I bought my wife uh, also a new Apple Watch. So that's like four Apple Watches in one day, cashed out, not financed, right? Um, our iPhones, too. I mean, me and Jason upgraded our phones to the uh, new iPhones. And, you know, we, we it was just nice. I mean, you went out and bought an Apple Watch right after I did. Yeah. Some bitch. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to, you know, follow the great leader over here. I'm not no leader. But <laughs> the thing is, is, like, if you can't even, like, ask yourself right now, those of you. I know there's a lot of you who are listening to me. Sorry, we're, we're in my garage recording, so all, all the noise and traffic in the background. Motherfuckers, we're trying to it's record. It's a good new setting. But ask yourself just one question, y'all. It's beautiful outside. If you wanted to go out right now, upgrade your phone. And I'm not talking about going out to your local, you know, or whoever your cell phone provider is, but being able to go out and just purchase yourself a new phone. It's such a simple um, um, tool to have, right? A cell phone. Yeah. Um, you can get cell phones now for two, three hundred bucks. But let's just say you wanted the new iPhone. Are you able to do that without going broke for, you know, a week? Without financing it. Without financing it. Would you be able to go out and purchase yourself an iPhone? Um, I'm an Apple Watch or... or or just to go out and buy your kid that new video game that they want. Can you honestly tell yourself that, hey, I can do that, and I'll be good for the week or, or the next two weeks. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to cut anything out of my life. And there's a lot of you who can say yes. But the question is, to those of you who can say yes, can you do that consistently? And these are some of the things that came to my mind. I have seven children. He said, I got only one child. But that's what came to my mind. I have daughters who are who range between ages 12 to newborn. And being and able to... Son. Yeah, I have six daughters and one boy. Woo! But being able to just simply have my 10-year-old daddy, I want... Um, what's that new game that came out for the Switch? Um, um, Animal Crossing or whatever the fuck it is, right? Just her being know. able to, like, Daddy, I want Animal Crossings. And me going, ah, oh, baby, I got bills to pay, baby. Uh, but maybe, you do anything wrong, Dad. 
right? Maybe next check. And the next check comes? But imagine if I was able to just buy my kid that. And say I am making 100 grand a year. Can I do that consistently? Can I consistently buy my child what they want? And we know that they deserve it. Ladies and gents, you have to think about long term. Don't think about short term. Financial slavery is to keep you a slave. You wake up in the morning, oh shit, I gotta be at work at this time. Okay, cool. And then about 3 34 o'clock, you look at the clock, okay, it's about time to clock out. It's about time to clock out. Like, how annoying is that that you are controlled by somebody else's time while they make big bucks and you sit there and make chump change? Oh, that sounds like where all the people at the top make all the money and the people at the bottom don't make any. I think they call those pyramid schemes. Oh, my God. But Aren't those illegal? No, it's how the country was built. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but, I mean, go ahead and explain more about... The, explain more about, I, I think, what they need to understand. The financial slavery. What makes them a financial slave? Sure. Well, what it comes down to, again, is time and money. So, I'm sure you've heard that saying, time is money. Well, I mean, it is. But it's how you how you make your money is really what's what's going to help you either be a financial slave or financially free. If you're a financial slave, you're working for, you know, whatever dollars an hour. And there's only 24 hours in the day. All wealthy people and all regular people and all poor people, they all have the same amount of hours in the day. It's about how you make that money. So if you're only making, you know, let's just say you're making $20 an hour. Well, let's say $20 an hour and they only make you work eight hours because if you work more than eight hours and that's overtime and then they have to pay you more and they're not trying to pay you more. Jobs are only designed to pay you just enough to keep coming back and enough for you to not quit because you're only going to do enough to probably not get fired, right? <laughs> so, you know, you have to make sure that the way that you make your money is really what matters. Right. And again, I'm not saying jobs are bad. I think it's a great stepping stone for you to pay bills and everything. But you have to find a way to, to create that side hustle that's going to allow you to eventually be free. Because now, that, yeah, go ahead. I, I, uh, you said jobs aren't bad. I heard, a, I heard this multi-millionaire. I, I actually I talked to a lot of millionaires. Uh, I mean, you've been to a million-dollar man's house uh, quite a few times. Um, so mm-hmm. we talked to a lot, and I live literally down the street from Floyd Mayweather. So That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 your office is right down the street from Floyd Mayweather's house. So yep. <laughs> It is. But uh, the thing is about it is like this multimillionaire said one time during the thing, he goes, I don't care. I, I'm not going to put down anybody. If you want to work at fucking McDonald's, trust me, work at McDonald's. I'm not going to put you down. I need, I need somebody to make me my burger and fries. Yep. Um, and... and that's legitimately how I look at things, too. It's like, I'm not going to knock you, but if you're going to work and be a financial slave, don't complain about it. The I'll definition yeah, the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and over and over and expecting something to change. Yep. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over and go, oh, well, you know, I hope I become a millionaire one day. Don't operate on hopium, bad. Uh, that's a bad drug. Bad drug. <laughs> hope, right? Hopium. For me is, like he said, financial slavery. He explained all that stuff, right? I used to be a financial slave. I worked at a Fortune 500 company, right? I was... uh, Big time. Yeah, I was in management in that company. Big time. I was making good, 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 good money. Big time. (laughs) 
and then they let me go. And they replaced me with somebody younger, dumber, and willing to work for less money. Yeah. And then their results went down. <laughs> exactly. It did. It did. But oh, God. And, 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 and that's the thing that I, I don't understand why people think that corporate America is great. I don't understand why people think that, oh, my God, if I work my ass off, I'm going to be able. You're never going to be the CEO of the company. Unless it's your own company. Or unless you go to school for a shit ton of t- uh, long ass time, and now you're in debt because the average student debt nowadays is over two hundred thousand dollars, and realistically, I think school's a waste of fucking time in the first place. I went to college. Unless you're gonna be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, go. Just, yeah, <laughs> you need school for those. Things. Yeah, I went to school for history, so that was my motherfucking major. Yeah, no, I went to school for finance, but you don't see me being the CEO of any company except my own. And I think that for me personally, owning your own business, you got, ladies and gents, again, I have nothing against y'all if you guys want to sit out, you know, sit down, wake up in the morning and punch in and punch out. That's cool. Be a renter the rest of your life. That's fine. But for me, I'm an owner. I'm an owner and I don't like being told what to do because I know what to do. And it's not me being cocky or being stubborn or me being this fucking rebel, right? And by the way, I am the tattoo of the tattoos and suits. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Jason's the suits. He, Jason, what's, that, what's that social norm? They say that people with tattoos all over the place are never going to amount to anything. That's exactly. what they say. And, uh, it's weird. Yeah, so, but my thing is, though, is this is like, I'm not a rebel. I'm not saying, oh, well, fuck this. I'm not going to listen to you because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, you might know what you're talking about. But don't tell me. And I think that's the reason why for me being self-employed, being my own boss, is everything. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, 2018, and, 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 and Jason here remembers, I was broke as shit. I yes. was homeless. I was sleeping on a buddy's couch with my pregnant wife. All right? And this is 2018. I'm Me and Jace became actual friends. Like, you know, we've seen each other across the way in business for many years, but never really sat down and talked, I guess, right? It it wasn't that I was cocky. Um, It was just that, like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't, I guess, time, right? It wasn't the right time. Yeah. And then we actually sat down. We talked around, was it November or December? It's probably November. November of 2018. And he 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 <laughs> delivered his horrible corny dad joke. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And we became friends. Um, <laughs> and ever since then, we've just been building off each other. Now, why do we? Why does this? Um, why does this story matter to what we're talking about right now? Because when I met Jason officially and actually sat down and talked to him, we. We became kind of like each other's like motivation too, right? Like not because I need him to be my motivation, because he had the same mindset. Now I, I stand strongly behind the whole theory of surround yourself around successful people, and a lot of people get that fucked up as well. And they're like, "Well, I don't know anybody who's already a millionaire. I don't. I know people who are millionaires, but I want my friends. If I if I'm gonna hang out with Jason, and me and him had this, we actually we we had this discussion last yeah. night. Yep. I was like, if we're going to hang out and it's not going to make us money, then what the fuck's the point? Yeah. And again, guys, money's not everything, but money does rule the world, just letting you know. Well, not just that. I mean, we have families to take care of. Yes. And yes. you want to get another luxury car. You already said that. You that get... and buy my house. Exactly. My and custom house. Me, 
I want that Porsche SUV. Which one was it again? Well, I think uh, it was Cayenne. I can never say the fucking names. It's the SUV Porsche, you guys, okay? Is it like the pepper? Cayenne pepper? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's $100,000, man. I think it's a bit, that's a bitchin' SUV. And if you only make hundred grand a year, then, you know, that's like one year of savings. Yeah, that's it. We had a, we, we actually, <laughs> real quick, we're going to go back. Oh we're, we're, we're training, right? It's, it's funny. One thing you have to notice about me and Jason, we, we venture off, but we'll come right back to the whole, the whole point that we were talking about. Yeah. But we know, me and you both know personally, somebody yeah. who made over $100,000 a year and saved up, and how long did it take them to save up a million dollars? At least 10 years if they're not paying bills. No, no, but this person, we know personally, him and his wife, mm-hmm. um, before he uh, did, you know, started his own business and became a multimillionaire, he's working in a jewelry shop. And he, uh, oh, yeah. It took him how long? Now, making, you know, he was making $150,000 a year. And he was being cheap. He's still cheap till today. Well, one hundred fifty thousand in today's dollars. This is in the eighties that it happened. He was only making about seventy grand a year, and uh, his goal was within the next ten years, he wants to save a million dollars. And cheapest guy he knew, after ten years, he only had sixty-four thousand dollars saved. And when he started his own business, I mean, he did that shit in a year. Yeah. Well, but, after 10 years, he had like $2 million saved, and his goal was, by the age of 40, to have a million dollars saved. And he was like, well, at a job, I'm still $940 short. Huh. wonder what's going to happen. The math doesn't add up. I'm only making seventy grand a year. I have 10 years to do it. I'm still going to be short, even if I'm the cheapest guy I know. Even if I found a penny on the street, put in the sparklets bottle. And I'm by the way, you guys, this up. guy, when I met him... He was saying we went to uh, we went to um, this big um, event, and I was saying in the back, and yeah, it was a seminar. I was saying in the back, and this is how I met this guy. He's sitting right next to me. All I see is this older white dude. It looked like he was wearing like some some shorts from Walmart, uh, a button never up, guess. yeah, a button up uh, like Hawaiian type like style shirt. Yeah, that describes him. And um, I don't I don't think he was wearing sneakers. I think he was wearing uh, um, sandals. <laughs> and he was standing right next to me the whole time. And he looked at me. And I'm, I'm getting bored, by the way. Uh, uh, me and Jason both went to the same seminar. He looked at me. He was like, just keep pushing, man. Just keep pushing. You'll be a millionaire in no time. He said that to you. Yeah. The guy with the tattoos. And I looked. And I was like, this dude's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just started talking to me out of nowhere. And then he so went on stage. He was the last speaker of that seminar and he went on stage and he, he was furious and I quote in a good way though yeah he was furious in a good way and I quote he goes if I can do it why can't you a guy in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt he goes if I can do it why can't you if I can do it why can't you and I'm saying that multiple times because it's so true if me the tattooed heavily tattooed brown guy <laughs> can change his life around in a matter of months being homeless. My question to you guys is why can't you? For those of you who are making under $100,000 a year and you guys are complaining about your life, complaining about bills, complaining about not being able to buy the nice things in life, then why the fuck are you still sitting in the same spot that you're in? Why are you still entertaining drama? Why are you still sitting there entertaining losers in your life but they want to sit there and how dare you sit there and go 
Man, fuck those rich people. But then you complain about wanting to be a rich person. And then you complain about your bills. And then you say to yourself, why me? Why can't I come up? Why can't I make $100,000 a year? And then someone else, they want to offer you an opportunity to help you make it. At least just give you a stepping stone. And you say, oh, no, that, that thing's a scam. That thing doesn't work. You know why? Why? It's because people are fucking lazy. And, I, and I'm going to just be straight the fuck out about this shit right well, now. I'm a little more diplomatic than this, but yes, this works too. I, <laughs> yes, he is. Jason's a lot more nicer than I am, but I'm not going to be nice, man. I'm 34 years old. Okay? I just turned 29. I'm an immigrant. I, 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 I was born here. Fucking Americans. <laughs> and I grew up in a country where the rich stays rich and the poor stay poor. And you guys understand how much you have. I don't give a fuck how broke you grew up. I don't give a shit if your mom worked two jobs and she was the only parent in the house. That should amp you the fuck up to be better than that. That should amp you the fuck up to go, hey, mom, I'm going to take care of you. Do you know how sick it would be to be able to build your own business and take care of your parents? And fuck that. We're not going to talk about business right now. We're not, we're not going to talk about building your own business, okay? How sick would it be to go out and get yourself a good job that pays you a lot of money and you can be up there with the winners. You can be up there with the guys making $100,000 a year. You can put yourself in a new tax bracket and you can look at your mom and go, hey, mama, I just bought a house. Come move in with me. Fuck that place. I saw how happy my parents were when I brought home the 750. They were like, is this your car? Like, it is now. <laughs> and then, you know what? I just had them sit in the back and they're like, ah. You know... I, I'm very passionate about parents because I love mine. My mother worked at Gachucks. I was living in the Philippines. My mom worked at Gachucks. Those of you who are in their 30s, 40s, or 50s remembers Gachucks. She worked at the mall. She worked two jobs. She also worked at JCPenney. And she went to school full-time to become an account, uh, accountant. Now, an accountant doesn't sound too fucking flashy, right? But at least at the time that she became an accountant, they were making a great deal of money. My mother then, from then on, went on and started working in a law firm as an accountant and making good money. My mother busted her ass as a single mother to four children to give us the world. And I remember, till this day, my mother didn't have enough money to buy me and my siblings a gift. So she sewed us a sweater. She spent all night sewing us sweaters. For Christmas, looked, and that morning we woke up, I remember, she goes, Santa Claus brought you a gift. And I remember looking at my mom in her face and going, no, he's not real. I saw you, mom. But thank you. I love you. And that's partially part the reason why I work my ass off so goddamn much. Because that woman did so much for me. For those of you who say, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. Thank you for everything you guys did, dad. Don't smack your parents in the face by being... You know, uh, uh, um, a loser, go out and be a winner. Go out and do something with yourself instead of just sitting there, hanging out with your friends, watching stupid TV. Talking shit. Talking shit, I right? I never cuss, by the way. Rarely. And and, 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 and putting other people down who are doing good. How dare you sit there and go, man, fuck Timmy. Fuck Timmy. Timmy got that new job paying, getting paid good money. Billy started his own business making good money. How dare you talk shit about them? And I know a lot of you guys are listening to me 
who don't do that. And kudos to you guys. Good fucking job. You guys are on a path to becoming millionaires yourselves. But those of you who do, those of you who get jealous of your friends, people you call friends, people you call family, how dare you guys? Like, shame on you. Like, tisk tisk, right? Yeah. But those of you who don't, good fucking job, man. You guys are on a path to becoming very successful. It's just mindset is everything. And I think financial slavery keeps you a slave also by keeping you in a poor state of mind. Mm-hmm. Because poor-minded people are the people who sit there and go, Oh, my God, you hear what happened to Kim? What happened, bro? Oh, man, it's all bad, dude. <gasps> what? What do you mean? Oh, oh, dude, I'm coming over right now. Like, you would jump out of bed to go down the street to hear about what happened to Kimberly because it's drama? That's pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. I can't even. And my blood pressure is rising. I'm looking at my Apple Watch. My shit's going up the fucking sky. I think it's very <laughs> odd when you say I can't even. <laughs> Pun intended. Anyway. But, I mean, I know you feel the same. We, me and you have had multiple conversations about this. The frustrating part is that all of you, you have a choice. You can choose to be a financial slave for the rest of your life, or you can be a financial slave for just a little bit as you transition into financial freedom. And the way you're going to get to financial freedom is by having a plan, because people don't plan to fail, they just fail to plan. And if you're not planning accordingly and you're just going with the day and you're just doing everything that, you know, that comes to you instead of proactively doing what you should be doing to get out of that situation, you're going to remain in that situation. People are only where they're supposed to be because they're where they're supposed to be. They're not taking any proactive measures. If you really want to get ahead, you're going to have to either build a business or... (laughs) I'm sorry. All I heard was get ahead. (laughs) <laughs> Get ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Now, keep in mind, you guys, me and Jason here, we're still human beings. We still, we make corny jokes. We make dirty jokes. We're, we're guys, right? But we make sure to keep our head in the game as much as possible. Yeah. But again, we're human. I, and, 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 I'm an alien. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry for like lashing out, blowing up on you guys like that. I just have so many friends right now as we speak who talk shit about me, call me bougie, calls me a sellout because I got my family out of a situation and put them into a place where I live in a nice home, in a nice neighborhood. I got 24-hour security guards and they're armed. They roam around. Our neighborhood watches after every house. Like I live in a house. I don't live in an apartment. Okay? We, we do have HOA. And people get mad at me. People people talk shit. Man, what the fuck is wrong? Like, dude, you're bougie as fuck. And it makes me mad. And I guess shit like that, people like that, it kind of touches home. Because that hurts, right? It hurts because I busted my ass. And I remember uh, months ago, me and Jason had this conversation about um, about uh, how he said he wishes... Oh, you, you don't want to finish that? Oh, sure. That's just bomb. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So my wife bought me a, a, a Keurig for Father's Day with the uh, cappuccino latte maker thingy. And Jason went and got me some Keurig cups because, well, we, we, we didn't buy any. <laughs> it's okay to be a white basic bitch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I am half. But uh, the mailman's here. But the thing is, though, it's like it's funny, is because um, 
my wife's Italian, and uh, she doesn't really like Keurig because she loves her Italian coffee, and she always talks shit about the coffee here in the U.S. She bought it for me, but anyways, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But yes, it, 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 it hits home to me, you guys, because I worked my ass off from nothing, literally ragged to riches. And like I said, me and Jason were talking months and months and months ago, like almost uh, almost about a year and a half ago. Yeah, about a year and a half ago, and he's like, I want to be able to buy my daughter things whenever she wants. I want to be able to buy my wife stuff whenever she wants. I want to be able, I want to be able to, um, you know, just take care of my family the way. I okay, guys, we have some technical difficulties. Um, so yeah, you were saying where we want to be able to buy our daughters things and yes. your son, right? And then Jason. And I, we talked. I, and at the time, I, I, I had already had a, um, one of my businesses was was successful, and I, and Jason was just starting his business in a way, and and I, he's been doing his business for a while before me and him talk had that talk, but he hit some bumps. Yep. And this is the reason why we start this podcast. This is the reason why we changed the name to Tattoos and and and, and um, Tattoos and Suits is because. We want to make sure that you guys can listen to us. You guys can learn from our fuck-ups, our mistakes, so you guys don't have to make the same ones. But Jason was talking about being able to do that for his family, being able to take care of his family and, and stuff like that. And I just said, brother, just bust your ass. Yeah. No excuses. No yeah. complaints. And he, he said, okay. And literally, he came out. Now, trust me, there are times where where business gets slow and like for me um uh months ago I, I i business went slow and i i i had enough to pay my bills i didn't have enough to buy a little bit of extra stuff right and then i was like hey jason man i need a pack of smokes <laughs> said, yeah no problem right yeah but then we bounced right back up so just because we're talking about building a business for those of you who are who are intrigued about building your own business building a business is is not what you think it is it doesn't mean because you have you know six good months you're gonna have another six good months you might have six good months and then three or four months of just downtime um so we're gonna talk more about that on a later episode we're gonna talk more about you know um being able to keep yourself mentally strong when you do have a business that does go through that mean Justin has gone through that mm -hmm. um numerous times actually um but Again, this whole episode is just about mental slavery. Uh, mental slavery. <laughs> it comes down to that, too. Yeah. Um, um, financial um, slavery and financial freedom. So. And we are financial, financially free. We are not financially slaves, but we're not entirely financially free just yet. But we're not slaves to the financial system. Yep. So I hope you guys learned a lot from this. Again, if you guys have any comments, questions, comments, concerns, please, 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 please email me at antcmiller85 at gmail.com. You can also hit up Jason at JV Productions with a Z. So that's J V P R O D U C T I O N Z at gmail.com. And uh, guys, definitely go check out the gram. Uh, Nasty Family, N O S T I E. Family spelt normally because I'm basic. Um, on Instagram. And you can also check me out on TikTok at Ink Pinoy, I N K E D P I N O Y. Just to see what I just do in my normal life. I do, I do mess around. I do indulge myself a lot on TikTok. I you gotta do. have fun. Yeah, definitely. You have to learn how to balance that, by the way. Uh, and we're going to talk. We're going to have a lot. So for this season of our podcast, we're going to talk about 
for the next episode is definitely going to be about building a business and being mentally strong, especially in tough times, and how to properly manage your money. And then we're also going to talk about, you know, uh, just being able to balance your time between business and fun, family, right, relationships. Yep. Um, we're, um, we're not going to get too, like, deep about investing and all that stuff like that. We're just here to talk about businesses, mindset, and just being overall positive. Yep. And then we're also going to talk about and touch up on self-confidence, yep. too. So we've a lot to talk about this season. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with me and Jason here, aka just a variation, just a variation of baldness. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my hair, guys. And uh, you know, again, Jason here is genetics. 28. He's still he's still a kid. I'm 35, and I learn a lot from him. He learns a lot from me. Guys, be careful who you follow. Be careful who you listen to because you want to make sure that the people that you listen to have, you know, they have that track record, right? You're not going to go down and talk to a homeless dude about, you know, how to buy a house and how to manage their money. Obviously, they did a really bad job because they're homeless, right? Those of you guys who are living um, low income, definitely subscribe. Comment if you guys can. If you guys want some advice, I'm more than, I'm more than happy to email you guys back how to get out of that situation. I was living in a motel in 2018. I live in a house now. I've been living in this house now since March of 2019. So, it's been a while. So, I can show you guys how to get yourself out of the hood. Guys, I do have a criminal record. Don't get me wrong. I made one mistake. I did my time. It's not, it's not too bad to either. I said that one time. I was like, yeah, I have a criminal record. So I was like, oh my God, you're a murderer. Like, oh shit, no. <laughs> you can have a criminal record for a bunch of stuff. Like, literally, no. I bought some Apple Watches offline, sold them, and got in trouble, got receiving stolen property. And I was, like, freaked the fuck out. It was my first time in jail. I was... It's a no-no for me now. I don't ever want to go back there. So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, tune in. Uh, we're going to be posting um, po um, episodes Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. This one's a little bit late. So, with that being said, you guys... I'm gonna let Jason take this one out. Woohoo!